Welcome in. Turn that shit off. <laughs> that was very loud. Well, we love it. Welcome into the From the Nosebleeds podcast. We're back. I'm Seamus Doyle alongside uh, Vince. I feel like Jim Gardner. You know how he introduces <laughs> the action news? Yeah. I'm Jim Gardner alongside Cecily Tynan. Well, that's basically what we are. You know? Yeah. Basically, well, I'm Cecily Tynan. That's fine. Because I'm hotter than you. But anyway, we're glad to be back. <laughs> we're already off. right off the bat. <laughs> right, <laughs> right where we left off. But uh, a lot of strange shit has happened since... Uh, uh, that's putting it very lightly. We congregated. That's like, putting it very lightly. The apocalypse happened since our last show. The world pretty much is no more. Like, all I remember is, like, doing, like, within our last, like, couple shows, it was Kobe Bryant dies in a plane or a helicopter crash. Yeah. So, like, we need to get to go out on, like, a high note. And then... It's, like, pretty depressing. Then thousands of people die in this country because of a pandemic, like, a hundred-year pandemic. It's just hilarious, man. If you go back to our last Oh, it's episode, so funny. No, if you go back to our last episode of the pod... <laughs> all right, come on. If you go back to the last episode of our podcast, yep. we were so, like, anticipating baseball and... I remember I, I listened. I just wish I could go back in time and like. I listened to the last myself. the last show that we recorded because I always do to see how I sound and it's never like as good as I think it is. <laughs> but anyway, it's like, like I was like, oh, it's great baseball weather. Like I'm excited for the Phillies to come back. Like, which I don't know why it was, but like I was ex- like I thought D.D. Gregorius was going to turn into like uh, Derek Jeter or something. Yeah, I was but like, for Bryce like at least I was excited about something. And now like so much stuff has happened in the world with. Um, with everything. I mean, everything you can imagine has happened that could happen since yeah. since we last uh, talked. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had my, pretty much my 21st birthday was, you know, March 12th, and then that next week, the whole world was just, de- the day before my birthday was when the NBA shut down, and I was like, holy shit. But I think maybe, like, um, maybe, like, the universe was, like, waiting until your 20, you got to celebrate your 21st birthday in a bar. And then they're like, all right, let's, I can bring, at least appreciate that. let's bring in the bubonic plague. Because Vince got <laughs> I, that out of the way. I can at least appreciate that from the universe. But uh, so, I'd really like them to give me sports back at this point. Yeah, but, like, dude, like, here's the thing. Like, it's very serious, like, what has been happening within the last couple months with regards to the pandemic, with regards to, obviously, the, the civil unrest that has been happening. I mean, yep. th- that's stuff that, like, you can't really avoid talking about, especially given the fact that there's no sports. And I think it's important to at least acknowledge what's been happening. But it's kind of like sports isn't that important. Like, if anything about this pandemic, and I know this is a sports show, but if, like, I learned anything from the pandemic and from everything else that has happened, it's that sports isn't really that important compared to a lot of other stuff that's going on in the world. Yeah. And that kind of, like, made me realize it. It's kind of crazy how, like, even though I'm saying I want sports back, it's, like, how normal it's become now to not have any sports to watch. It's been normal. It's weird. But, like, it's going to be weird once sports are back. Like, watching live MLB baseball, watching live NBA basketball is going to feel weird. And I'm not looking forward to the NBA returning at all. Because I, I just don't I don't care. But, like, I care about baseball, obviously, even though that's going to be a total joke. B- baseball, I obviously love the sport, and I'm happy on one hand they're back. But on the other hand, it's just like, you fucking assholes couldn't figure this out sooner. Well, the thing is, like, dude, like, people are upset with the players. I, um, I don't understand how you could be upset with the because players. The, I just don't. Because more the players are an easier t- target. No one knows the owners. Like, 
if you're a real baseball fan, you probably know the owner of your team, maybe a few other teams. I know John Middleton because right. of an infamous quote that he said. So that he if didn't you're act like, upon. if you're a borderline baseball fan, like you're not, a, like you're not you, pretty much, you might not even know the owner of your own team. So you're just gonna point the finger at the players because they're who you know. Uh, that's true. And it's kind of bullshit because. At the end of the day, it's just it's millionaires versus billionaires. Yeah, but I think the players should get paid. I mean, I agree. Like, I mean, if you sign a contract, you should get the money exactly. you sign the contract. For. But here's my argument: like people always say, "Oh, they're multi-millionaires." Well, first of all, some of them aren't. <laughs> like some of them, there's genuinely... a lot of players that are you know in in the minor leagues are not on big contracts in MLB that like live off their paycheck. Oh, the minor league system got totally fucked. Yeah, like so they're like fucked those poor guys. And like, okay, they're multi-millionaires, but. The owners are multi-billionaires. Yeah, exactly. If anyone in this situation can afford to take a little bit of a loss here, I'd say it's them. I, I agree with that. But, like, the whole thing about, like, the, oh, yeah, players, they're millionaires. But, like, they have to think about their careers in that, like, all right, they're losing a season, basically. I mean, right. this, this season is going to be a joke. Nobody's going to give a shit about this season. Right. I mean, I really won't even care. Like, say the Phillies, like, won the entire thing, the entire 60-game season. I'm not going to be as thrilled as if it was a. Leg- it's not going to be a legitimate well, championship, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it really gonna, won't. Yeah, be. that's a like, that's a significant amount because less the, games. The Phillies were in the playoff hunt like every single year within the last couple of years through 60 games. Yeah, and I'm, they ended up being a shitty, shitty, shitty team. Going how many games are usually in the season? I'm blanking. 162. 162. Going from 162 to eight, 60. That's like a hundred game. That's a lot of game difference. But my point is, like players, like they only get a certain amount of years in their career. I mean, yeah. not every player is going to play 13, 14, 12 years in the major leagues. So to even lose money from, from a financial standpoint, to even lose money because of this, because basically because of the, the, um, the owners here, Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal if you look big picture at their careers. Right. Yeah, like you said, financially, and then you look at losing a year off, like a like your prime, like Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. Like, like Bryce Harper's losing. I mean, they're playing this year, but like... You know what I mean? Like he's kind of losing. Well, today, looking at Twitter, all these all these players are starting to opt out of the. Se- I know basketball that's been happening. Yeah, but on, baseball. Yeah. The, I just saw Ryan Zimmerman's op- opting out. Really? And I saw like some. Who the hell was it, Taylor? Did you see the? Um, uh, he's a pit, like veteran pitcher. He, pitcher. He said he's going to opt out of the season this year. He's such an irrelevant guy. Like. Ken Rosenthal tweeted like 10 times, oh, this guy's opting out of the... Like, nobody cares if that guy opts out of the season. Right. He's irrelevant. But, like, if you get guys like Ryan Zimmerman, who, like, I mean, dude, he's, he's old, but he's Ryan Zimmerman. Yeah. That's a big deal, and there's that's just going to be more. There's going to be more. You don't know one trend, Seamus, that is going to continue from the last time we did our podcast? What's that? Shitting on Rob Manfred. Oh, God, I hate that Because that was guy. a big thing we were doing before the the pandemic that's true. shitting on him for how he handled the Astros situation oh that's right I totally forgot and the Astros like fit, are so yeah, lucky oh my god they are getting off so oh easy oh my god because nobody, nobody's gonna care because and even if because even if there's games they're not gonna be able to hear the boos they deserve oh my god all I know is that next season when people are eventually allowed back in stadiums, we be, no, we better not forget about what the Astros deserve because they deserve to get shit on it well, every think, place they play. Well, I don't think like certain fan bases are going to forget about that. Good. But I mean, but, I don't, uh, I don't so know that they're ever going to. Ron to Manfred it. went from handling that situation poorly to handling this situation extremely poorly. Oh, hold on, it was Mike Leake, the veteran okay. pitcher Mike Leake, and I, dude, I got a tweet. It got like ten thousand retweets. I said <laughs> ten thousand. I said hot take. No one cares what Mike Leake wants to do this season, so. No way it should be major news on my timeline. I feel like that's a pretty cold take because I got, think everyone would agree with that. It got one like. 
actually. One, uh, that's just a significant downgrade from Dude, 10, my Twitter has been, like, dry as shit. I don't know, like, what happened. Well, there's not a lot of sports for you to talk about. I know, but, like, even, like, I try to be, like, my brother who's known for, like, funny tweets, apparently, that aren't actually funny. That leave it, just leave it to him. Yeah, I guess I gotta leave it to him. But getting back but, to Manfred, yeah, he's a scumbag, and uh, I think we should impeach him. So, like, what, I couldn't agree more. I didn't think that any uh, commissioner of any sports league could be worse than Roger Goodell. Right. Like, I didn't even really know about Rob Manfred before the whole Astros thing because he was kind of just, like, in the background. But, yeah. wow, in this last calendar year, has that dude made a fucking horrible name for himself? He's a joke, dude. Like, nobody's going to take that dude seriously. The NBA is blessed. Adam Silver is, by miles, the best commissioner in sports Probably right the best looking, too. I mean, that I'm was not get into that. That was extreme sarcasm. And the fact that nobody <laughs> laughed. He kind of looks like a kind of looks like a van. He kind of looks like Nosferatu. He does look That's like being kind. Who is the most handsome then? Uh out of all the like Probably commissioners? Goodell. Raji? Probably Goodell. Uh no, he looks like an angry father. Like he I, I, it's slim pickings. That's right, why. It's, right. It's like we're See, picking you, the tallest. You know who Goodell reminds me of? Uh what the hell is the dad's name in King of the Hill? Uh What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? Hank Hill. Ben Stiller's dad? Ha- no, King of ha- the Hill. Hank Hill. Hank, Hank Hill. The cartoon series right. that's not The Simpsons. Yeah. You're oh, talking King, King of, yeah, of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah he now, looks yeah. like Hank. It's easily, it's easily Goodell, though, because Adam Silver looks like Nosferatu. Rob right. Manfred. I don't know. I think Alan H. Bud Selig was, <laughs> he got all the ladies back in the day. I'm telling you that. I miss that guy. Like, I, I don't miss him. Like, I don't miss Bud Selig. But I miss like getting going to a baseball game and like catching a foul ball and his name being on it because it was so cool because it said Alan H parentheses Bud and parentheses C League. I always thought that was cool. Just very long. Just a long name on the baseball. Seamus, you know what's uh, something I was actually hoping you could help me with here, figuring something out as far as Manfred goes. Would you get a what's bad going diagnosis? on with the whole? <laughs> what's going on with the whole Yankees thing about people? People were saying they cheated too, and there's apparently an envelope that is oh, in yeah. Manfred's possession that the Yankees are saying there's definitely nothing incriminating here. But for the love of God, please don't look. You know what? You're gonna get very disappointed, but I haven't like like I've heard about it, but I like I haven't like I, followed it. Right. Well, I just that's I, all I know pretty much is that I just don't care enough about it because I feel like they've all there's. Evidence probably that every single team has cheated. Which again, this is again making people care less about baseball. Like I love baseball still, but I can see why people are getting turned off by baseball with the whole I don't think arguing it, over money and then every team's cheating. It's a big, it's a big, it's a major bad look, right, for, for baseball. Like they could have used this opportunity. I hate to say it, but they could have used this like the late season to suck it up, meaning financially. And just be like, all right, we're going to play 100 games. We're going to give the players what they want. And we're going to also implement the DH no matter what, which they're doing. That's fine. That's the only good thing to come out of this. But they could have, they could have, like, just gave the players what they wanted, made this a fun, decently long season, right. and put a better brand of baseball out for people to watch right. and maybe get more fans out of it. They Instead, probably they're turning people their off. Their ratings would have been very higher than they've been in years because let's just be, let's just call a spade a spade here. Baseball's ratings have been on the on the decline for a little while now. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're lucky they're not missing this full year because that might have buried them. Oh, absolutely. But uh, had they have been the one sport in this pandemic... They would have been very well off here. Yeah, they would have. But they're too selfish. Yeah. Just to interject on the whole DH thing, I've always been so hardcore on both leagues in a DH because, again, I'll just say, I don't get how you can have your two leagues in your, you know, or, yeah, 
the two leagues, right? Yeah. They're not called conferences. Yeah. But uh, American two, League, National right. League. How do they have different rules? It doesn't make any they sense. They should be following the same rule. That's like, imagine in the NBA, if like, just for example, like the Eastern Conference like made their three-point line shorter. Well, dude, it's literally the same thing as one league has a th- one conference has a three-point line and the other doesn't. Right. It's basically the same thing. It it it, it doesn't make any sense. It you should be following no the same rules. Yeah. So you're giving one team a, a clear or one con- league a complete advantage. But like uh, like the other thing I don't understand is people are freaking out because they're saying, oh yeah, it's going to expire. Like it's going to expire after the uh, twenty. 2020 season, meaning in 2021 it's going to be re-implementing, re-implemented. But what people fail to acknowledge is there's another collective bargaining agreement, and they're probably just going to implement it after that in that one. So they're going to keep it. So I think they're going to keep it. I mean, it just makes sense. But the thing about baseball and something I've always hated is the baseball purists who are just afraid of. They are deathly afraid of change. Yeah. Any change in the sport is bad to people like that. I mean, well, let's even be let, let's be honest, dude. Baseball, like, even I'm going to jump on board here. Baseball's become boring. Like, people have lost interest in baseball. I mean, that's just a fact. Right. So, as a league, you should look at that and be like, all right, if we want to survive as a league, how do we make it better? Right. You can't listen to baseball purists. So, this is a kind of a different top, definitely a different topic here on in terms of baseball. Did you end up watching that uh, thirty for thirty on uh, McGuire and Sosa? No, I didn't. The long gone summer. No, so I didn't. I didn't watch Did it. I didn't watch it, but it was so drawn out. Like <laughs> it should have been like a like a sports center yeah. segment, not a thirty for thirty. Yeah. I listened to like a couple reviews on it, and apparently they just don't talk about the steroid stuff at all. They don't talk about it. Apparently they kind of just gloss over it. It's like at the very end. It's like, oh, by the way, he got caught. Yeah, like right. they pretty much are just talk. Like it's like watch. It's like so. What's, the, like watching, so what's the point of that? Like why I heard it? it was like watching a highlight reel. It's basically just about the the home run chase between Sosa McGuire, and then at the end they're like, yeah, and they did steroids, and then that's it. <laughs> and it's like, dude, like we we all know. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to hide from? Yeah. And apparently they threw Barry Bonds right under the bus. Of course. Apparently, like, they that, threw no, like that doesn't make any sense. The the MLB, the MLB let them get away with this for their own standing, uh, for their own personal gain, just to shit on them and then throw Barry Bonds under the bus. Barry Bonds just did the same shit they did. Yeah, but Barry Bonds was better, like, but better. Like yeah, but still, I mean yeah, baseball's a joke, dude. Major League Baseball has been a joke, dude. Like even going back to like after the uh, the whole steroid era thing. It's like, dude, like, you allowed that to happen. Like, they knew what was going on. And now all yeah. these years later, after it comes out, they're going to be like, oh, like, oh, you're so bad. You can't go in the Hall of Fame and this and that. And Just the let them in the Hall of Fame already. It's a joke. I mean, dude, I'm almost at the point where it's like, all right, let them do steroids. <laughs> like, I've changed, like, my mind, like, so much on that, dude, on that issue. D- doing steroids in baseball, to me, isn't even as egregious as what the Astros did or what the Yankees are now being accused well, dude, well, of doing. <laughs> Did, did you guys watch Screwball yet? No. It's no. about uh, the documentary about uh, that guy that uh, got caught with uh, Manny and uh, A-Rod like a decade ago from Miami. Oh, shit. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, the guy that ran that uh, biogenesis thing? Yes. Yeah. So the whole thing's about him, and it's generally the most funny, ridiculous story. Like, oh, well, that dude, I remember him being interviewed on like 60 Minutes or something, and he was like a, a buffoon. Yes. A clown. Yes. Oh, I kind of want to watch that it's, now. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm have to watch it's, that. it's so good. He's, like a, screwball? he's yeah. like a cartoon character, basically. I'll definitely check that out. And, yeah. they, and they have like a little kids do like the reenactment, which make it like way <laughs> funnier. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's on Netflix, though? Yes. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Screwball. But, uh, yeah, like I was saying. I'd rather watch that than the Adam Sandler Gambler movie tonight. Uh, come on, right. I, I gave Hidden that gems or uncut gems. Yeah, yeah, I, I, to, I recommended it. I know, but that sounds like I was just shitting on me. I'm not shitting on you. I'm just saying that it's sounds intense. funnier. It's Great so movie, intense. fantastic movie, it's very Seamus. Good, I also want to watch the Pete Davidson one. I need you to watch that before we come back next week, so you can talk about it with me. Is that my assignment? That's for the your week? assignment for the All week. Right, that sounds good. That's easy. Have you have you gambled on sports? Have I ever gambled on yeah. sports? Yes, of course. Then you'll like it. All right. Now, what do we say to our a gamblers? Anti-gamblers? Anti-gamblers? In the audience, will they also like it? Uh, I think they'll like it. Yeah. It's right. just like adrenaline it's a, anxiety yeah, right. rush for it, it, an hour. It's an anxious watch. Really? Yeah, it's good, though. It's so great. Do, so, kills so do not take your prescription Adderall before watching this. <laughs> no. It's basically we might have a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So just a warning. Yeah, We're here to help. That's your that's your assignment for next week. We'll talk about it. So my but, assignment um, is to watch Moneyball? What? <laughs> Right. I, I already, like, forget what we're talking Uncut about. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. And screwball. And screwball. And screwball. Yeah. All right. So uh, That's that? in between all the other shit I have to watch. Right. Okay, which we're not so going to get into. Like I was saying, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. The, what the Astros did is worse oh, than wait, steroids. That's, that's another segment that we're going to add to the show. I'm going to be rolling it out, like, next week probably. What? But Taylor knows all about it. But uh, go on. Ro- roll on. No, we're just going to keep it cryptic for a little bit. All right. All right. Yeah, so I, I got to watch Moneyball. I got to watch uh, the the, ga- the gambling one. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I have to say that one more time. And I have to watch Bench Warmers, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I yes. love Bench Warmers, by the way. Do you guys like Bench Warmers? Bench Warmers is a good movie. It's a great one. What's the be- okay. That? While we're on the... Like David Spade, who's a clown. Rob Schneider. Rob is that good? Yeah, dude, I think it's, it's like it's, it's like one of them, all like the big daddy rejects except for like Adam Sandler. It's like one of them corny comedies from like the mid two thousands. It's pretty it, funny. It's pretty. It's all right. Oh, you know, it, this is all sports related, so I'm allowed to talk about it, right? Go ahead. Kicking and screaming, Will Farrell, dude. That might be my favorite Will Farrell movie. What? Kicking and screaming. He's a uh, little. I, I, he's a, I remember it. He's a little kid soccer coach, and he's ups- addicted to coffee, and he coaches this team. Mike Dick is in it for some reason. Oh, it's amazing! It's that, while we're on the topic of movies. What's your, what do you think the best baseball movie ever is? I don't, dude. They're all. They, I think they all suck. Because here's the thing. You think like Field of Dreams, dude? Oh, like you want to watch that to like cry? Like because it's not realistic. Well, that's not what I think's the best. It's not realistic. Like Jackie Robinson never really came back from the dead and had a catch with that guy who's an overrated actor anyway in the outfield. Who who is it? Who's the uh, Field of Dreams guy? I'm getting them Zach all confused Costner. now. Kevin Costner. The but best baseball movie of all time. None of the Charlie Sheen ones, dude. No. All right. Nope. The Which Sand- one? There's the no Sandlot. more. The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. Sandlot I like. The Sandlot is a classic. I like Sandlot. All right. Good. At least we can agree there because I would have been very upset with you. But like, I'm not going to be like one of those 40-year-old dads that like, like goes down the shore and wears like a Sandlot cutoff. Who like, does that? Dude, I see that all the time. Like like old dads with like beer yeah, bellies. Men, men from a specific generation. Yeah, yeah, like wearing like your Killing Me small shirts. I think it's a bad uh, look. I've actually seen an old man tatted with like that dude on it. That's dedication. That where? is that is something. I mean, where did, wait, where did you see that? I think down the shore. Wildwood, man. Wildwood. What do you expect? Yeah, that dude? seems like Wildwood. I mean, yeah, Wildwood. It's fitting. Wildwood has gone downhill. The only saving grace with Wildwood, though, I heard they added a pierogi, uh, a pierogi like a uh, shop on the boardwalk this summer. <laughs> And also, that's the saving grace. And also, and post, also, post Trump rally. That's the saving grace. Oh God! And also, a Santucci, uh, Santucci's Pizza is down there now. Okay, that that I can agree. I love Santucci. That I can agree is good move. But like Santucci here, while I'm on Santucci's. Oh God! The only pie I get from Santucci's is a um, large, extra cheese, 
with uh, sausage. It has to be the uh, the spicy sausage. If anyone wants to order a pizza for Seamus, and it has to be well take done, notes. and they are not a sponsor, and they never will be probably. <laughs> but it has to be extra cheese, no free ads. <laughs> extra cheese, bacon, or no, not bacon, spicy sausage, and it's got to be well done. Otherwise, the cheese goes all over the place. All right, I'll take notes for uh, next time you need a pizza. I got you. I haven't had Santucci's in probably ten years. <laughs> but like when I order, but you remember? That but oh, order. absolutely, absolutely. Because my mom used to always order the same thing every time, and I it just got like inundated in my brain. So I feel like I feel like I've had Santucci's at your your house like not that long ago, like within oh, the last couple at years. my aunt's house. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wing bowl night, which was not yep. a good, which was not a good night for you. But wing bowl night, I had. Um, Wing not, Bowl night. Yeah, like two yeah, years, like the, two, three years the ago. The last Wing Bowl, 2018. Oh, it was awesome. Good Vince times. was there. He doesn't know he was there, was but he there. was there. Oh, you were there too? I was working. Oh, here we go. Yep, I was look, there. look what the elephant just brought into the room. But wild, you, were, you were there? John I was literally there at one in the morning till noon. Who? Wait, who won that one? Uh, the girl with the short hair. Oh. Oh, that's riveting. I was there. Yeah. The girl yeah. with the short hair won it. I was there. In I the, don't know. I was working for 12 hours. I wasn't really in the mood to Yeah, I was, in the, I was in the custody of police somewhere in the building. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bad night for We're not going to talk about that. Oh, no, actually, man. let's talk all about <laughs> that's that. That's not. I'm right. judging your character very hard right now. Dude, he was like 12. It's okay. <laughs> shut, your, shut your mouth. Wait, how old were you actually? Uh, don't do it. You know. I'm not going to. There's a statute of limitations. What? You already got caught for what you, yeah, whatever eight, you did. Yeah, I was 18 going on 19. Oh, the best was the cop like got in like, one of the group chats that we were all in, and he was like sending messages like from Vince's phone. Oh, like, he took your yeah. He was like trolling Vince. He uh, he offered to sell me on Craigslist for a bottle of Honey Jack Daniels <laughs> and a pack of Newport 100. Whoa. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Ballsy move on officer whatever. He Yeah, he actually, his brother texted my phone and, you know, like, he was like, you know, he's a good kid. Can you cut him a break? And the cop was like, I'm cutting him loose. Oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to this other drunk idiot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was. That was a good time, though, dude. I had a blast. Oh, I remember it. I had like three beers. I was feeling good. Fat Seamus was in The Eagles were in the Super Bowl later that weekend. Dude, I was... No, I think that was post-Super Bowl. No, this was it was uh, the Friday of was, the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the next day was the recovery, and then Sunday I was the greatest like, day of my life. I paid like $50 in the parking lot for some like shitty, shitty like That was $50 Super parking? Bowl. No, no, no. I paid $50 in the parking lot while we were tailgating oh, okay. for like a fifth, like for like a shitty t-shirt that said Super Bowl, and it didn't even say Eagles. It said Eagles versus Patriots. It wasn't even like an Eagles shirt. It was just like some shitty shirt. What led you to spend $50 on such a horrible shirt? I was drunk. I was hammered. Off three beers you said you just drank? Yes, three pounders. <laughs> I'm a lightweight. Right. Let's 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 circle back here. Where? Uh, where were we? I don't know. On a serious note before. I have oh, no idea. I was trying to tell you that I think that the, uh, the Astro shit is worse than steroids. No, oh, that's where... That's we where always, we were. like, dive off somehow. You take us off a cliff. Me? Yeah. You start talking about... Uh, Vince, you always take us off a cliff it's, here. It's me. It's definitely it's my fault. You. Sorry. But uh, what right, do you so think? So what do you want to do? Like, get a new uh, commissioner? And who the hell would it be? Definitely not John Crichton or Crichton or however that <laughs> I think you should you know. be commissioner of baseball, Seamus. I would love to be commissioner of baseball. I think I'm qualified. Coming for Rob Manfred's job. I mean, I feel like anyone could take that Dude, job. Dude, I, I was at like every single playoff game that the Phillies were in that they 
clinched, that the other team clinched, meaning. So that Giants so game, luck. that Giants game I was at, I was at the, uh, I think they played, the, who else did they play? The Giants at home. I'm talking about like 09 through, well, it would be 10 through what, 12? They lost yeah, at home a couple times. Cardinals. Cardinals, Giants. I thought there was another one in there too. Maybe the Giants twice. I forget. Were the Phillies home when Howard tore his Achilles? Yeah, so you were there? I was at that game, too. You. But I was also at the Jimmy Rollins uh, walk-off uh, where Chooch scored the winning run. Remember that one? It was off Jonathan Broxton? It was in the NLCS? Yeah. Or okay. DS? I, I have very vague memories of it. It was like one of Scott Fransky's best calls ever. Yeah. My dad was there when they won the whole thing. But I also Lucky left, the, him. I left that game early. Because we were losing and it was freezing. Oh, you're one of them guys. Well, no, I, went, I was starving. I kind of wanted to go to the Oregon Diner <laughs> to get cream chip beef on toast. Oh God, they have the see here. This is how it starts. They used to have the best. Balls cream, the order. They they used to have the best cream chip beef on toast, but now they don't. Penrose has some good chip beef. Penrose Diner down there. I didn't know people still ate that. I eat it almost every day. My dad made it when I was a kid. I don't think I've had it since. Did your dad serve our country in any capacity? Yes. Okay. So usually that's like a military thing because that's all they ate. I'm serious. And I just like the, the question that was phrased. In oh, any capacity. in any capacity. I'm not saying like, is he a trash man? I'm saying like, was he in like, like either like the Marines or like the military or something? No. He was a part of the Navy. Yes. Okay. Well, that counts for something. Well, what's your tie to cream chip beef then? <laughs> well, my tie to cream chip beef is it's delicious. And my family, my grandmom used to go to the uh, shop, right, in uh, Port Richmond or, I don't know, somewhere else. Some of the other shitty northeast. Doesn't matter. One of the other, like, north. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. One of the other shitty, Just shitty. irrelevant detail. Shitty, shitty northeast Philly towns. All right, leave, calm she down. Go, Dude, I'm originally from here. Bite my nah, ass. No, you're from, you're from Drexel Bite Hill. Bite my ass. Drexel I Hill. live there. I don't claim that place. But you're from there. All right, see, he's trying to get me jumped at the next keg I go to. <laughs> basically, basically is what's happening. But anyway, she used to go to the, the, the shop, right? Doesn't matter, apparently, where it was. It, it was a shop, right? And she used to get the uh, Stouffer's cream chip beef. And I used to make it. And it was delicious. And then I was like, holy shit, they have it at restaurants. It's just like the powder and, like, the beef, right? Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like frozen. It's like a frozen block of, like, shit. And you have to, like, put holes in it. Because I never, like, broiled water and, like, made it the way you're supposed to yeah. make it. I always threw it in the microwave. So you have to, like, put holes in it and shit, put it in the microwave for seven minutes, and then it was done. Seven minutes? Seven minutes. At that point, you just put it in the oven. Dude, it was more dude. frozen than, like, Walt Disney's corpse, dude. It was like... Wow. Yeah. That's a sound bite. I guess it wouldn't be a corpse, though. But that's a whole different, like, ball game. Let's, it would not, just be let's a, not go down that. We're in enough rabbit holes. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I was going through so many rabbit holes today preparing for the show. We should bring your dad in as a guest. Listen, I was going through down, like, some Tupac Shakur rabbit holes... Like, Please leave that. He's off. in Cuba, but he's also might be in some other island. Oh man, that that's very convincing to me. Because I'm Shug, done with you. I'm because, done. You know why? I'm done with you. Because Suge Knight's crazy son, who wants to get publicity, is like he's been like tweeting like all the time, like oh Tupac's alive and shit. And like so, so if anybody would know if Tupac's alive or not, it's, it's somebody that having to do with Suge Knight. No. How did, how did you end up there? I have no. I idea. I was watching like World Series clips from 08. And then like Did you got, get that on a YouTube rabbit hole? Yeah. That happens of. a lot. Because yeah. I guess I was listening to like Tupac like last night for some reason, because Changes is one of the greatest songs of all time in my opinion. Facts. But um it really is. So I guess they saw like recommended shit and for some the reason algorithm. 
Yeah, uh, the algorithm. Jeff Bezos or whoever runs YouTube knows Jeff what Bezos I just, <laughs> just, what I just Bezos Google. just doesn't run YouTube. <laughs> whatever. Jeff Bezos runs Amazon. Well, just... I was gonna. He runs everything else besides YouTube. All right. Zuckerberg runs YouTube. Then. No, that's that's Facebook. All right. Google. It's uh, Jack. It's Google. At Jack runs uh, Twitter. All right. Tom from MySpace. Tom from, yeah, Tom, Tom from, from MySpace. MySpace who owns YouTube. So anyway, so I guess they, the algorithm saw that I was listening to, to uh, Tupac. So it was like, all right, maybe you really want to believe that Tupac's alive. Well, that's just not right. I did my due diligence, and he's definitely dead. <laughs> but it would be cool if he was still alive. Sure, yeah. Because my favorite, it was like some guy was like explaining, oh, this is definitely, like I saw Tupac at, at like some like, like island and it was just like basically it was it was a black guy with a um what, what did tupac have here like a little mustache yeah like a like little facial hair. so i was like all right so you're gonna say he looks exactly the same like did not age at all the same like beard the like same did. everything as he did 20 years ago I mean, yeah I if mean, he wants to if escape, he was truly trying to hide he'd probably have you know grown out his hair or something. oh he probably would have like done something he wouldn't look the same i can't believe we're having this conversation right now Free, tu- not free Tupac. I, not where I expected this to go. And then I watched an interview with Biggie, and it was like three months before he got shot. And they were like, oh, so what do you think about Tupac? He goes, he was like, yeah, man, I guess we were enemies, but it's a shame. And I was like, bro, you definitely killed that guy. But either way. Anyway. Seamus, we've, stop. We, we've gone down stop the rabbit it. hole. All right, sorry. So that's why I think I should be the new commissioner of baseball. Because you will solve the mystery of who... Killed Biggie and Tupac. Oh, I would definitely have like a Tupac like, like day at the ballpark. Probably <laughs> he had nothing to do with baseball. Doesn't matter. He probably watched it. For some reason, I doubt that even that. Uh, I hope he was a baseball fan. Otherwise, I'm going to burn his records. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Literally, never going to find out. Also, I don't have any records of Tupac. Yeah, I mean, who owns records anymore? For some reason, I have, like, a uh, Bruce Springsteen greatest hits. What do you mean, for some reason? <laughs> Vinyl shit. I don't have a record player. I also have a Beach Boys uh, album, like, record. Pet that Sounds? one, I don't know. It's not Pet Sounds. It's one of their, like, shitty albums with, like, Hawaii on it. You know the song Hawaii? Not off the top of my head. It's about Hawaii. But, oh. But it's not Who that. Who would have saw that coming? It's not that great. Anyway. Right on. Well, dude, what do you expect me to talk about? We've been like inside of the house for like the past three months. There's no sports happening. I just didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to get political. I didn't think Biggie Tupac was gonna come up. I just didn't see that coming. I, dude, I did that like honestly out of respect for you. Cause I mean, because you're, you're like an underground rapper and shit. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Or like you, you just love. I'm a fan. You love rap, so I was like, all right. Instead of talking about like Bruce Springsteen for three hours today, maybe I'll throw in Tupac and Biggie because yeah, I don't but- know any other rapper, honestly. <laughs> I really Not don't. Not a single one. I don't, except for Juicebox and uh, R.I.P. Juicebox. <laughs> Whatever right, that was. I'm going to stop you right there. Oh, by the way. Don't disrespect that, man. One of our shows, by the way, like, I remember, like, coming into, like, uh, what, like uh, one of the previous podcasts, and it was the day that Tentacion died. And I was like, yeah, boy, yeah. ain't that a shame. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Basically. Sure. Like, so those are the only two rappers that I really know. Besides Biggie and Tupac. Expand your horizons. Like, I know Snoop Dogg's a thing. A thing? A thing. <laughs> like, well, dude, he's more like a cultural like uh, representative for marijuana at this point. Like, uh, that's fair. Like And, like, uh, Jay-Z's fine, you know. Jay-Z is fine. He's fine. Like, I saw him at Live 8, if that counts, with uh, Linkin Park. That was, oh, the yeah, that's when they were. Album? Yeah, that's when they were doing the whole. Oh, you were there. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Oh, I was. I thought you meant like you just found out that was a thing. No, dude, I was there. I was oh, there okay. in the one thousand degree heat, 
like literally like probably 35 like rows from the stage we yeah. left we left my aunt's house in mayfair at like six in the morning because she wanted to go see bon jovi who was probably the worst oh. act of the day talk about a guy who's like so overrated it's like dude you have three songs and when i'm drunk i like to listen to them i don't think he's wildly like i think he just seems like uh a... i'll tell you what it's a good place to pick up a cougar a bon jovi concert a what a cougar <laughs> First time you say it sound like cougar. <laughs> a cougar? No, dude. I don't just make shit up all the time. But yeah, me and my brother went to a Bon Jovi concert because we got tickets for like $10. I feel like that's so, even too much. So you've seen Bon Jovi live twice? Yeah, but one time it was like... You've uh, seen him twice. So as he sits here, who could saying how overrated Bon Jovi is, he's also going to tell us he's been to two of his concerts. Well, because I have the experience and the knowledge now to tell you. Do you think you. It, his performance is overrated or his music? But dude, he's a, he puts on like a decent show. Seamus has been to so many Bruce concerts that if you don't perform for four hours to five hours, then you just suck. Oh, I got mad at Bruce the other night, uh, the last time I saw him when it was like seven hours almost i was like oh man but he didn't play this one song from this whatever album i actually got mad i feel like we talked about this before but a certain wip guy tweeted a horrible opinion that i feel like you will strongly disagree with because you're a bruce fan said no concert should be longer than one hour who said that elliot shore parks well elliot shore parks is a disgrace to sports journalism. one one so, hour so, I mean, dude, that guy has no idea what he's talking about. I mean, that, that cuts Bruce's... That, that's like 50%. That's like 70% of the concert dude, that I he's think not I, getting to perform. Dude, I just don't... I'm not a big fan of that guy anyway, so I'm not... Surprised. I just... That take is just bad. Somebody tweeted that Bruce... Concerts aren't cheap. Some Somebody tweeted that Bruce Springsteen sucks to, like, one of the WIP guys. <laughs> I mean, it's just a trigger to make any old white sports journalist it's mad. And Seamus. Or Seamus. No, it's basically a trigger to their audience. Basically. I mean... What? It, who cares? You know, everyone's got different tastes. Not really, dude. Anybody who's a real person enjoys can appreciate oh, here Bruce we go. Springsteen. Well, can appreciate Bruce Springsteen. Taylor's a Frank Turner fan. I'm sure you've never even heard of Frank Turner. I've heard the name. Probably couldn't name you a song. The, we played the opening, and it was like yeah. it was a bad mistake on my part. Like I didn't do like enough preparation for that show, because, and I admit that because I didn't realize how long it took to drop to the certain part where I wanted to like intercede with my bombastic voice. You live and you learn. Yeah. But anyway, he's a Bruce Springsteen fan. You, Who is? You can you can hear in his music. You can. I rest my case. So, not everyone else has to be a Bruce Springsteen fan. Yeah, that's true. We should all be uh, Juice Box fans and <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> You're going to put some respect on Juice World's name. All right. Rest in peace to the departed homie. I mean, dude, he's fine. It's just like whatever. <laughs> I, I hate you. I still see your shadows in my room. That's a better song than any Bruce Springsteen song ever. Oh, yeah. It's way better than the entire Darkness on the Edge of Town album. The entire Born to Run album. Give me a break, dude. Born to Run don't got shit on. On uh, It's My Life by Bon Jovi. Yeah, you're right. I thought you just said Bon Jovi was highly I'm overrated. I'm joking. Dude, you can't pick up. Dude, I feel like I have to hold up, like, flashcards. Like, I'm joking. Can't you Wait, tell you're joking about Bon Jovi being overrated, or you're joking about his album? All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Are we almost done? Like, dude, like, I'm happy to be back, but, like, I'm ready to go now, because now I'm just pissed off. Do you like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Do you Love think it. that's a good show? Okay, that's we like can my, agree on that's that. That's like my favorite show What ever. about you? I haven't watched it in a while, but I really liked it when I watched it. It's a it. great show. Yeah. It is a solid I'm show. I'm re-watching The Office right now. Here's why. Another similar show, kind of. Here's why I like Always Sunny, though. 
it's in based in Philadelphia, so that helps with like me liking it because oh, they show shit that I know. Like whatever, mm-hmm. that's great. I've been there, like shit like that. So that oh, that's the shop right I go to. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the <laughs> shitty shop. Now that I think about, it, I think it was Acme. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> because she used to always call... Some supermarket somewhere in Philadelphia. Well, since my grandmother's... Don't know where, don't know which since one. Since my grandmother's dead, I can't really uh, call her up and well, say, hey, where, which one was it? But it just I re- wasn't an important detail in the story. Well, to her, it was very important, so you respect her. Oh, my her. God, here we go. No, but she also used to call the Acme the Acme. That's all old people. Yeah. That's all, like, old yeah. Northeast people. All right, go on with people. why you think uh, Always Sunny is great. But I think it's great because they do their own thing. Rob McElhenney has said multiple times that he wants to control his entire the entire show. He, Him, Charlie, and uh, Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis, they yeah. want to, like, write the entire show, produce the entire show. They, they want to control the entire show. So when they pitched the, sh- the show to, like, different networks, they said, that's, that's what we want to do. And FX said yes and whatever. But I think... The fact that the creators of the show have the control still, and then they add a big-time player like Danny DeVito, I think that that was just like the perfect yeah. recipe for a great show. I saw a uh, petition that we should replace the Frank Rizzo mural with a mural of Frank Reynolds. I would be totally for that. <laughs> but then they're going to find... But also, if you really want to get into it, you could say, hey, Frank Reynolds wasn't necessarily the most like uh, liberal dude. Or we could just do Danny DeVito in general. Well, Danny DeVito is a very progressive Frank guy. Frank Reynolds also isn't a real person. <laughs> he is. Don't you dare say that to me. Like, I want to believe that Frank Reynolds is a real person, but he isn't. Also, there's a uh, video on YouTube going around of Danny DeVito singing Glory Days with Bruce Springsteen at some, like, charity event. And oh it is God. the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's the That's most incredible. That's the greatest thing you've ever seen? And, and I, dude, I've seen The Passion of the Christ, like, ten times. <laughs> Like, dude, like, seriously, that is the greatest. <laughs> that's, your, that's your top two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mel Gibson's a real, like, real, he really practices what he preaches, doesn't he? But that's like a whole different can of worms. He's I'm sure a, you'll open them up at some point. He's another scumbag. But See, whatever. here we go. The can is opening. Whatever. One of the greatest voicemails of all time. Oh, God, what a piece of shit that guy is. And, like, nobody's, like, ever going to, like, say, oh, let's cancel Mel Gibson. Like, they did when that whole thing, like, first came out. Like, where he's a, just an anti-Semitic, bigot, like, horrible person. Like, like that, just going in, like, has no idea this can be played at another time. Like, yeah, like, dude, like, you're Mel Gibson, dude. Like, you're pretty, like, popular. Why would you, like, say that shit? Also, like, like, all right, I'm kind of glad that he said it because at least now we all know he's a scummy, scummy person. But, like, why doesn't nobody, like, bring that up anymore? Oh, yeah, Mel Gibson sucks. They're canceling everybody. Everybody's getting canceled. Because he's not relevant right now? Yeah, I mean, he, he, I think the canceling worked. <laughs> he's not doing shit. So wait, the sequel to The Passion of the Christ has to happen when <laughs> Jesus comes back. So we're going to have to wait a while for him to be relevant again. To come back into the light. Yeah. Dude, this is like way off. This is back kind of on the sports topic. Did you see what just happened with Ezekiel Elliott like today and yesterday? That video? Of him live streaming? Doesn't he have he the was, coronavirus? Well, that also. But he was on a live stream playing... Uh, like Call of Duty or some shit, and I guess he thought that his he. This is what happened. He's sitting there and he goes, he goes, yo, I'm low key so faded right now. And then he goes, oh no, I thought I ended the live stream. All right, well here's the thing about that, dude. No one cares if you're if you if you're smoking weed, dude. I know, I know. Nobody kinda, cares. Kind of funny, but that is pretty funny. I wonder. I don't think the NFL is even testing for marijuana anymore. They shouldn't. None of the major sports should. No employer should either. And I don't even smoke. 
I just think it's ridiculous that it's even illegal. Only about another decade she can run for president, Seamus. Oh, God forbid if that happened. People think they got it bad with this clown in the office right now. They ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> they ain't seen nothing. Because I would probably make opening day a national holiday. <laughs> like, I feel like, like would, no one's allowed to go to work. The people would love that. I don't know. Because then you got like people that are saying, oh, nah, whatever. People will find a way to impeach me, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like... Well, like our parents' generations would hate me. Well, they'll they'll be gone. <laughs> Whoa, God! And you're nowhere near old enough to be president yet. But yeah, another decade, Seamus. What do you mean I'm nowhere near? You'll be older and wiser. What about this uh, AOC girl? I know she's in the in Congress. <laughs> she's how, in Congress, right? How old is she? So she's like 26, dude. No, so you're, she's she's yeah, she's like 30, right? Nah, nah, dude. I think you could be like 24. Five for Congress. I know it's 35 for the Senate, 35 for the presidency, but I think it's different for Congress. She is 30 years old. Never mind. I mean, she not, was elected not, when she was You're in not too far behind. She was elected, she was elected when, two years ago, 2018. Okay, so she was 28 years old. Get your foot in the door, kid. I should. You're, you're, you're knocking on the door. Yeah, but then I would have to like deal with, like, because I've, I've been feeling like Jim Kenny's going to run for like Congress or something. I don't want to like. Get, so step up for mayor. I don't want to like be in a debate with that guy. Step up to be the mayor of Philadelphia, Seamus Doyle. They have to put a statue of me up right away, though. No, I'm kidding. Well, you better hope that it doesn't get, you know, no, I, I, down one day. Dude, dude, that's another thing, dude. Like, I don't think people should have statues of themselves. <laughs> like, I don't think there should be any statues of any person. Like, that's just my opinion about this whole thing. I yeah. think we should touch on, on on the social issue real quick, because there is such thing as like good and good, bad, and like don't be a shitty, shitty person, right? Some of these like Confederate people, like monuments that are up, don't don't have them up. Just put them all in of the, them put, should be put them up. in a museum. If if you have the people that say, oh, you can't whitewash history. Well, I mean, dude, like, put them in a museum then, because they don't stand for anything except for hate and intolerance, and that's not, hey, that is no place in the You're structure. speaking facts right now. But anyway, back to Big Daddy. Were we talking about the Adam Sandler Big movies Daddy. earlier? Back to Big Daddy. I wanted to get off that issue real fast, but... Seamless transition. Seamless transition, right. I'm, like, I'm known for that. Really? I'm, I'm known for making the seamless transition. Anything else you wanted to talk about with baseball? Uh, is there anything else on your mind? Yeah, Just before another, I know there's going to be another tangent, but we're going to get off on nah, at some point. No, nah, I think I'm done for the nah, day. they come. They'll come randomly. Yeah, because you trigger me. I do. And I have to go to, like, my safe space. There's at least no Taylor's, like, in a safe space, literally behind the glass over there. He's lucky. He's in a safe space. I'm, like, in the belly of the beast right here. The belly of the beast. So, Seamus, you're not excited about the NBA coming back? No, I don't care about basketball. Why is that? Because I don't find it interesting. What about Korkmaz? Who? Yeah, your favorite player, the Turkish guy. Oh God, I forgot about the Turkish guy. I enjoy Kirk. Oh, did you Maz. see what the uh, what's his first name? Furkan. Furkan. That Furkan. is a badass name, bro. Did you see what? I'm uh, naming my child Furkan Korkmaz Doyle. <laughs> my first born, my firstborn son, and guess what? Furkan Korkmaz is going to be his godfather, not Pat Doyle. Get his people on the phone. That would be awesome, dude. Like he could probably get me in touch with Elton Brand. <laughs> I would love to talk to Elton Brand. And just tell about him, what you don't. What would you say to Elton? I mean, I don't know much about like uh, the NBA or basketball. Exactly. So what would you general. say to him? I would just say, "Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm a new father. <laughs> I'm a new father. I know you have children too. Let's hang out, and then like a friendship would come about. And he'd be like, "Hey, let's go to and like then maybe you'd watch the Sixers. He'd be like, "Hey, I like I played in the NBA, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, can I get Shaq's autograph? And then Shaq. That yeah, that would be the end of it. Shaq's. Well, there's dude. There's no Sixer that I like want. 
Like Allen I would, Iverson? Like, I would never pay for a Sixers speaking autograph. Of, speaking of Allen Iverson, and this is another thing that we could talk about. This is something I just thought oh, of. Oh, he's getting up. like a million, like trillion dollars from Reebok or no, something? I, I, I didn't hear about that. The the goat of Broad Street. The goat of Broad Street thing? All right, that, that WIP poll was probably the worst, uh, the worst planned poll, the worst executed poll in the history of polls. It didn't make any sense. First of all, it doesn't make sense for an entire network to do every single show and talk about it. I don't get why they did that. Allen Iverson coming in at one. I also don't understand like who chose. Like They said, oh, the fans did. No, they didn't, dude. I, I don't buy that for one second. It was, dude, it was probably one of, one of the executives over there that, that chose the, 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 the list. How is, dude, I don't know shit about hockey. I don't care about hockey. How is Lindros, like, not in, like, the top ten? How is Mike Schmidt in the number one? How is Allen Iverson the greatest of all time? Because he was voted on by fans, and fans love that dude. He's oh. not even the best sixer of all time, dude, Alan, as much as I love him. Dude, come on, dude. I mean, that list is... Jimmy Rollins shouldn't have even been on that list. This this, this town... This might be a hot take. Why was think, Jimmy Rollins on that list? Do you think this town overrates the 08 Phillies a little bit too much? Of course, because it's the 08 Phillies and it's the first championship in thir- 30 years or whatever. But, like, dude, Chase Utley, okay. That's it, dude. I mean, Ryan Howard. I don't know about that, dude. I really Ryan, don't know about I that. I feel like Ryan Howard's the, maybe the, the best out of the three. The greatest of all. T- We're talking about the greatest players to ever play in Philadelphia within the last, what, 50 years? I th- wasn't it just ever? I think it was like within the last fifty years. There was like a time limit on like, it, like a modern era quote. Yeah, because like Wilt Chamberlain like was not eligible. Okay. You know, it's shit like that. So, all right, Ryan Howard should probably be on that list somewhere, right? But dude, didn't Lindros win back-to-back championships? Lindros was like Lindros should have been, dude. I said top ten. He probably should have been top five, and I don't think Jimmy Rollins should have been on that list at all. Jimmy Rollins could never figure out if he was a contact hitter or if he was a power hitter. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, do you agree with that? Because there would be times where it's like, oh, Jimmy Rollins is going to hit 35 home runs this year. And then he'd be just like, oh, no, I'm just going to hit single after single and hit 300. Like, I think he never figured out, like, what kind of hitter he wanted to be. But that's just my little rant about Jimmy Rollins. And I think he's fine. Do you think Schmidt should have been number one? Yeah, of course I think Schmidt should have been number one. He's the, First of all, he's the greatest, like unanimously, the greatest third baseman to ever play the game of baseball. I mean, you're talking about one of the best position players in the history of, of a single sport. So for him to not be number one in the city that he played for is insane, considering the fact that he won a championship here, number one. Number two, he was, he's Mike Schmidt, dude. Yeah, I If think- you take the career of Mike Schmidt and compare it with the career of Allen Iverson, I'm pretty sure, and you can't compare the two sports really, but on the basic, basic, basic fringe stats, you could be like, oh, this guy seems like he was a lot better at his sport than Iverson was at his sport. Right, I Because agree. Mike Schmidt is considered to be one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Is Allen Iverson considered one of the greatest basketball players of all time? No. No. So there's your answer. Well, it's, I, it's culturally. Yeah, it's it, because it's the fans voted on it, and the fans love that dude. I would have put David Bell on that list, like, too. Like, David Bell should have been on that list. He hit for the cycle. I think that it should have been either Reggie. Before the list even came out, I figured it was going to be uh, Schmidt or Reggie White at one. I thought Did Daw- not see Allen Iverson coming. I thought Brian Dawkins was going to yeah, be number Dawkins one. Yeah, Dawkins is that's definitely a good, big. Was, I actually wouldn't you, even be able to argue with that. Do you recall where he finished that on the list? I don't. I'll, I'll have to pull, pull it up. up. Oh, I said the same thing as you but, did. Because uh, I was going to say, now that I think about the whole fans voting, I'm surprised he didn't finish higher considering the fans 
Absolutely love him. That's why I think like some executive at, at that station. He was four. I'll, I'll ring off the list for you just to. So it's Allen Iverson, Mike Schmidt, Reggie White, Brian Dawkins, Chase Utley, Bobby Clark, Julius Irving, Steve Carlton, Nick Foles, Bernie Perrant. Nick Foles is on that list, dude? Donovan McNabb, Charles Barkley, here, Joe Frazier. Eric, oh, Nick Foles is a better athlete than Joe Frazier? Eric, Eric Lindros at 14, Jimmy Rollins, 15, Randall Cunningham, Moses Malone, Ryan Howard, Cole Hamels, Jason Peters. Cole Hamels? Uh, I agree with Cole Hamels because without Cole Hamels, we definitely certainly wouldn't have had a championship. I feel like Joe Frazier should be higher. I feel like Joe Frazier should be ahead of Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles at nine is a bit of a stretch. It's just because of the Super Bowl. Okay, the Super Bowl alone. Put him at 20. All right? Like, seriously, dude. Who was number 20? Jason Peters. Which All right. I can agree with that. I can almost argue with him being higher compared to some of the other people on that list. Yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if somebody put him at two. Chase Utley at five is just, it goes to show you, it's it, it's a fan thing. Whatever. I mean, because Utley, yeah. But Utley's great. Fan, Iverson, Dawkins, and Utley are all fan favorites, but you could argue no, none of them should be top five. Imagine, I just don't, I don't, I don't think Lindros got enough respect. Imagining people that call into sports shows, that seems like the right list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Absolutely. We'll leave it at that. Donovan, that, I mean, are you... I don't care what you what argument you make right now. Donovan McNabb should be higher than Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles absolutely. won the Super Bowl, yes, but Donovan McNabb, as of right now, is still the best quarterback McNabb in the franchise history. McNabb should have 100% been higher. Like, 100%, like, no question. Uh, I think, it, well, this town loves disrespecting Donovan. This town loves praising Nick Foles. Which I mean, is, which we should, but uh, it's like, it, it oh. gets too far at points like it, this. They go too far, dude. They really do go too far with the whole Nick Foles thing. They do. I'm just excited about Cam Newton. He's going to lead the Patriots to a Super Bowl. I cannot wait. We can talk about that real quick. Yeah, Bro, that can was... you imagine this piece of shit getting a contract like that? Piece of shit? Why? I don't like Cam Newton. Why? I just don't like him. What the hell did Cam Newton do if you do call I, him a piece of I shit? I think he's 100% overrated. Why? So he's a piece of shit. Yeah, so he's a piece he's of shit. He's not a piece of shit. He's <laughs> a piece... <laughs> I don't like him. Because you think he's overrated? Yeah. Like how? I just don't like him. He the last time he was fully healthy, he won MVP and took his team to I know, the Super Bowl. Dude, you're like the biggest Cam Newton fan. I'm not a. Bi- so I'm <laughs> just laying the facts out. All right. So what do you think about the whole thing? I think that if he stays healthy, the Patriots will have a good year. Do I know if they'll win their division? I'm not sure. The division's getting a lot better. How do you replace Brady with Cam Newton? Well, first of all, when you have Bill Belichick as your coach, anything is possible because he is the greatest coach in NFL history, and he's always said that he wanted to see what his system would look like with a mobile quarterback so i'm sure he's gonna come up with all kinds of crazy shit for cam and you gotta remember the patriots defense is still very good it's not like they have a scrub team tom brady was not good last year and that that team went to the playoffs was rough yeah that offense stunk like i don't know brady had a very bad year last year and they still went to the playoffs and i think that here's another hot take as far as brady I think the Buccaneers aren't even going to be that great. People are overrating Brady, forgetting the bad year he just had and his age, and people are also forgetting the fact that Rob Gronkowski will probably be hurt by week three. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has glass bones well, and people hasn't that, played in two years. People think that just because they have Brady, now they're all of a sudden like 100. Don't get me wrong. They're not monumentally better. They have great wide receivers and everything. I was going to say that's probably his best receiving core ever. Right. Oh, yeah. It definitely is. It's just like I don't know – what 
I, go ahead. He can prove me wrong. But, but how long I just does don't Brady, think he's that skilled anymore. How long does Brady have left? Honestly. His clip, falling, his falling off the cliff could come at any moment. And I feel like it could be this year solely because. <laughs> Probably will be. Solely because last year you saw signs of it. I mean, that playoff game against yeah, the Yeah, but he Titans also could have just had like, a, like an off year. Also, Tom Brady thrives behind a good O line, and the Buccaneers O line is not good. Yeah, true. So, like, he's not. it's not like he's going to have all day to throw to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And Tom Brady never really did have the strongest arm. I would assume that it's even weaker now. So it should be. It's going to be harder to hit these guys deep when, one, your line can't hold a block that long, as long as the Patriots line could. So what are they saying about the NFL in general, though, about it coming back? Uh, right now, the NFL said they're looking to come back on time. For okay, so they're looking camp. to come back on time. They're going to be able to like have training camp and everything. I know the Eagles said that uh, the link's going to be open for uh, training camp. But, like, they're, they're definitely not going to play in front of fans, it looks like, right? Oh, no. Or does it depend on the—I heard something where it says it depends on the local municipalities, like, meaning the local—like, how That's, it is— Here's a rant I wanted to go on. Thank you for reminding me of this. Oh, no problem. It is complete bullshit that the NFL is even talking about implementing a rule that lets state governments decide if fans can be in the stadium. Oh, absolutely. Because— that's just not fair because certain states are going to just be like, fuck it, full capacity. And then other states aren't going to let anyone in. So, like, imagine, for example, if the Eagles weren't allowed to have fans and, like, the Cowboys are allowed to go at 75% capacity. It's like, so you're playing this away game with fans, and then the next time you play the Cowboys, you're at home, but you don't even get your home field advantage. Yeah, so it takes away the home field advantage. That is the dumbest shit ever. Just I think it's implement bullshit. a rule that no fans are allowed or however many fans are you left. You can't have it both you ways, You can't dude. leave it up to the state government. That's not fair. Or I heard someone say, whatever the lowest amount like of a state, of, like say one state says no one can be in, then no one can have anyone in. But if like the lowest number was one state said uh, 25% capacity, every stadium gets 25% capacity. Because it's not going to be fair to have some teams not getting any fans and other teams getting full stadiums. You can't take away the home field advantage from people. Unless everybody doesn't have that advantage. Exactly. You're it, right. It's completely a com- uh, because just football, unfair. F- the NFL, in my opinion, is the one sport that thrives the most on home field advantage. Like, that's the it's one, one sport. Them, yeah. It's one of the main, like, to me, it's the most. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The stadiums usually technically hold more people. It's louder. It's louder. I feel like football fans are just generally more passionate about right. football than any of the other major sports. I mean, you could argue hockey, but. Whatever. Yeah, I'd say football is pretty safe. I would say football is probably the most uh, reliant on the home field advantage. I agree with that statement. You know, so it's completely a competitive disadvantage for you to do that. And if that passes and they actually do that, that's going to be ridiculous. I I, I don't know that they're going to be able to get away with that. It's not going to be able to because coaches. I don't think people, coaches and players are going to stand for that. I mean, Mike Tomlin was very vocal about it being unfair that the NFL was letting certain teams return to like their facilities because in some states teams weren't allowed to do that. So he was saying that's a competitive disadvantage yeah. that the NFL is letting. So like if he's upset about that, which you know I think he should be, he he's should, the right to be he's upset right about to that. Be, yeah. If he's upset about that, what do you think he's going to say if this passes? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's not just him, I'm sure. He was just one of the examples that spoke out. He was probably See, one thing about Mike Tomlin, he has balls. <laughs> like he's going to he's going to speak his mind. Right. A lot of the other coaches don't. Yeah, that's just an asinine move by the NFL, and I hope that they don't actually go through with that. Yeah, that, that would be weird. I mean, this whole thing has been weird. Like, I still think that the f- – so baseball, what are they doing? Baseball's doing the same same type of thing, right? They're, they're going to be allowed to play at their uh, home ballparks, right? 
Uh, I think, right? So they're going to be allowed to play me. at their home ballparks depending on where they are? Like, like for example, the Phil- if the Phillies play, apparently it's going to be at Citizens Bank Park. But we have to play the AL East and we have to play the NL East. Well, the NL East also includes Florida and Georgia and states that are seeing a surge right now in coronavirus cases. So I don't know how any of this is going to work. I really it's don't. It's a disaster. It's going to be a shit show. An absolute shit show. The NBA hasn't even started, and there's like dozens and dozens of players that already. Yeah, they're not. Oh, yeah. I think the NBA, like, and now they're stuck down there. That's they, they could be stuck down there. They're literally in the worst state. Yeah. Like, Why would you send them to wise? Florida, this, dude? This is the thing when, about the NBA and MLB when people are I so. I would send them to Canada. People have been so quick to For be real? like, basketball's back, baseball's back. It's like, slow your roll there. We still got to wait till July 31st. Who knows what's going on by then? I think the whole thing. Dude, I wouldn't even be surprised if like every like sport was like, all right, well, this is an emergency. We're canceling yeah, the season. Exactly. I think that, honestly, dude, I think they should have just canceled it to begin with because now you're in very, very dangerous territory where where you're actually sending players to facilities where they could be potentially endangering themselves and it could be a shit show. Whereas they could be quarantining at home until, let's say, the second wave passes and, like, they're not really looking out for people's best interest, I don't think. Yeah, and a lot of players They're were, setting themselves up for a potential disaster. A lot of players in the NBA were also trying to... And a lot of Phillies have gotten the... have contracted... Yeah. Multiple Phillies have contracted awesome, the virus. So... A lot of NBA players were also kind of not wanting to uh, infringe on, like, the civil rights shit that's going on, like... It's just a weird... Yeah, it's a weird time for sports... But did you see what the NBA is letting the players do, as far as that goes? No. They're allowed to change the name on the back of their jersey to, like, something. Like, for example, like... LeBron could put Black Lives Matter on his nameplate. All right. I mean, I feel like that's like. Don't, that's, I mean, I guess it's good. I mean, that's fine. Kind of throwing the players a bone. Like, yeah. I know you guys want to keep know, fighting I, for change, but you nah, can just do this on your jersey. Uh, like, I get it, but like, put your money where your mouth is, and that's that. I don't know what LeBron does for like for certain communities. Like, he I don't. Yeah, he multi- does a lot of stuff. Millions. Of okay, good. Dollars yeah, he started a whole. You, you didn't hear about that like whole school he started in Akron and all that. No. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying for this particular movement. Right. No, he does a lot. All right, well, that's, that's good. Yeah. At least he he's puts... literally the last guy you should call out for yeah. that. No, probably. I'm not calling him out. I'm just saying I hope guys who do that put their money where their mouth is. That's all. Respect. Because these guys are the people that have the power to make to make change. Like you have the money, so let's make a change. Imagine if the owner of the team did that. Yeah. No, you know why? Because probably the owners, a lot of them, they probably have the Donald Sterling mentality, which oh. we all know about that. Dude, that was that was. They, I kind of forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, people forget about that. That was, what, five, six years ago? That but was this nuts. whole thing just like totally reminded me of that whole shit show. He is a piece of shit, by the way. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's alive. People, Maybe. dude, I swear to God, shitty, shitty people, millionaires will live like forever. It's, it's amazing to me how that happens. It's funny. All right, Seamus, anything you want to wrap up here with? Well, the Phillies are starting in five minutes. The Phillies so are starting. In, what do you mean? 7.05 first bit. Oh, no. It got canceled. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, no, I don't have got anything. me there. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really have anything else to add. It's it's nice being back. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll have some other random things to talk about next week. And like no, I said, I'll uncut, be more I'll be more prepared. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. You're big, watching it. And uh, Big ball. Daddy and Moneyball. Screwball. Screwball. And the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I will watch all of that tonight. All right, guys. We'll see you back here next and week. Seinfeld. Thanks for tuning in. Feels great to be back. Talk to you next week.